Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. I'm your host, Reverend Leah Fortner, and I'm joined by Laura Morante, our spiritual medium today. Good morning, Laura. Hi, Leah. Um, Welcome again. Uh, Today, we're doing a specific topic, which is a little bit different than we normally do. So, We've chosen to speak about Doreen Virtue, uh, switching over from her past angel channeling into now calling what she had done um, demonic. So it's a very intense topic, and I'm sure a lot of you tuning in today maybe have felt the intensity around this experience, as I definitely did, and you did too, right, Laura? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely... um, something really big to move through for all of us, I think, to tap into um, and see what spirit has to say. Uh, It was easy for us to almost feel offended when she initially came out with this. So like Laura had said in her email that she sent out, this is part of why we wanted to tap into it, to understand who or how someone we work side by side um, could make such a shift into what seems to be fear and how we could also release any you know, needing to know or our judgments or, you know, just open to receive to see more what spirit has to say um, about this whole experience. Um, Do you have anything you want to add into that, Laura? Or do we want to just dive in? (laughs) I guess, um, I guess you really nailed it all. But yeah, for me, it really took me back because I thought, oh my God, everything on her list is what I believe in and what I do. And so I got defensive in my mind, and I really know that that's not what this is about, that there's got to be another way. And so I know everybody has a different intention of what we're going to get here today, and I really want to know how to release, like, us all from any idea that anybody else has any idea what this really all is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's perfectly said. I I definitely resonate with that, too, because I feel like – Um, What I had said initially, too, is that there was something just so welcoming and gentle and so much universal love. She was literally the beginning of my spiritual path, in a sense. I remember the first angel deck I ever had was Doreen Virtue, and I I continue to see that. She's kind of almost like the gateway for a lot of people when you first get into spiritual cars. It's really the first most approachable deck has always been her. So it's so interesting to see the shift. You know, the, the other interesting thing about it is coming, you know, it's almost like we are crossing each other going different ways on the path because I grew up Catholic. And so the whole Jesus, you know, and Bible perspective is what I was raised on. And, and now, you know, I, I'll be honest, I meet Jesus a different way. You right. know, I'll say over and over again, Jesus saved me and say a million times over, I'll never be institutionalized in my idea of it. So none of those religions claiming to own what Jesus said is what I'm going to follow or explore because maybe for me, I've already done that in my life. When I woke up to this, the connection was so real in me. It wasn't about listening to what she was teaching or what anybody else was teaching. But the thing that gets me is those cards are tools to help you make that connection. And that's what I felt. And meditation and mindfulness and the, and the crystals and all of that. So I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really profound that there's no other word for it, but I definitely 
have felt Jesus through you on an entire another level, just sitting down at the table and allowing myself to connect with him on a spiritual level. I also was raised Christian and that's my background, but I didn't really come to know Jesus until my spiritual path. Um, and now he's somebody I aspire and look up to. So right. from a new direction. <laughs> All right. So let's do it. Let's put it out there. Um, you know, insight, insight on all of it from everybody's perspective, where everybody's coming from. We got some emails with some questions. Um, we did. Why did she shift? How could she have shifted? How could you go so far in the other direction? Like, there's so. We also got an email uh, asking about, you know, maybe tapping in that it was a past life thing that she might be carrying out. I know somebody kind of intuitively felt that she was carrying some thing with that so maybe it'll all be addressed once we open up to spirit well it's all out there yeah cool and to spirit okay let's start i'm gonna open up all right so i'm just gonna open up now and ask for the soul or soul All right. Everything is energy, and that's where you want to begin. That's where you want to day. That's where you want to find your truth. So you open up in this moment asking all of these questions, looking for some human way to interpret it all. How can we find solace in our human? How can we focus our intention in a loving way here? How can we aspire to be what we don't know where we're aspiring to be? That's the basic question here. That's the question this loving soul has been challenging herself with her entire experience. And it is what all souls aspire to realize here in this life, in this world. Who are we? What are we? How did we get here? What keeps us going? What inspires this awareness deep down inside that oftentimes has us questioning our reality? That's the essence of the path, isn't it? And all souls are on it in one way or another. Now you think about it. When you were young and you went to school, when you walked home, did you come straight home? Which path did you take? How distracted did you allow yourself to get? Yeah, according to certain ideals, there is a right and a wrong path. But that all is defined by the human being's idea of right. So that's what you're dealing with here. Projections and intellectual assumptions on what it is we are and what it is we are here to be. And what you're asking each of you is, does she have the right projection? Is she of the right assumption this time? And what if that's it? What if that's it? That's the bottom line of all experience in every moment. 
You explore yourself as a human being here. You explore your ability to tap into your innate knowing in every experience, depending on who's in front of you, what they think, what they believe, what they're projecting onto you, how willing you are to accept it. Hmm. How do you conceptualize it? If it's an individual journey, we're here to take collectively. (laughs) How do you... Well, how do you honor that intellectually? Wow. Is that the issue? Is that the issue? Does it have to be that way? Do we have to understand it to know it? Do we have to intellectually conceptualize it to believe it? Isn't that what's challenged here? Your knowingness, isn't it? You just want to know what you should think, Right? Who is going to tell you that? What you know about who you came to be in the moment. That's where you go to your answer, to find your answer. You can't come here asking if this is right or this is wrong. Because all you're saying is divine beings more expansive than me. See my truth. And then pick it apart until it fits into a box I can feel comfortable with. Are you getting it yet? Stop looking to others for your answers. And people can misconstrue that message any way they want and create the distraction that allows them to have the experience down a different path. And that gives you the opportunity to judge them, to hold them accountable to your belief system where you stand on your path. I mean, as we look around at this world and as we think about the history of this world, what do we see? Is there really the possibility that this glorious experience was created to prove that somebody's right and somebody's wrong? Is that really what it's all about? Because it feels like that. Like so many egos step forward and say, clarify this. Is it my way or her way? Which way is the right way? How did she get so lost? Well, we know who we are. Oh, and I'm going to declare my existence as an individual expression of the universal divine essence of truth that we are. And I will remind all those listening who I allowed myself to be as a human being in a lifetime known as Mother Teresa, where I stood on that ground in the I'm sorry, in the midst of a contentious struggle for intellectual accommodation, 
And in the middle of all that, I knew my truth. I knew my connection to the Christ in me. Oh, oh, did it get challenged by the very institution I believed was there to define his message. I will say something very clearly here. My devotion was to my truth, to my sense of my creator, to my sense of my connection to the Christ in me. Not to some idea of who he decided to be as a human being, but what that energy inspired in billions. I will not justify the ego's inclination to feel that there is a right or a wrong way to interpret his message. That implies a singularity in perception which does not exist in this universal experience. You are here to find your own truth. You are here to glorify your own path to self-realization. Because that's the true coming to oneness. And that's what Jesus, and that's what Buddha, and that's what Krishna, and that's what others that came and left that impact. Look at the words. Feel into them. What do they feel in you? Do they inspire a a fear? And if so, what does that fear instigate in you? Oh, the first level of the fear is the right and the wrong of it, right? And when you can get past that, when you can say, all right, well, that's ridiculous. Countries and communities have been waging wars for centuries over concepts like that. Since I cannot conceive of the rightness or the wrongness according according to the creator of life, I must submit to the will of the aspect of me that can get me there. That's what that fear says. Many of you in this situation think, well, I look to this woman who helped me make a connection to the angelic realm, to the love that I never thought I was entitled to feel here. And where that felt so right, you question this now. But don't you see? It's like the mother taking the babies out of a nest. Which direction do you go? Do you let fear keep you from spreading your wings and finding your own flight? Or do you realize that it is time to grow beyond the nest? And that each experience happening in this world right now is challenging you all to do that. It's not just this woman. There are so many 
more spiritual precepts and institutions being questioned right now. The validity of intellectualizing our divinity is, well, up for contest, isn't it? the underlying energy here and it's in your experience each of you individually what is your truth inspiring in you instigating in you and it's how you use the energy that's coming forth now because it's coming forth and you feel it it's in you and it expands you know and as a human being it makes you so uncomfortable until you address it engage it allow it Surrender, dear ones. Let me tell you, every day, all day long, it's the greatest gift you can give to yourself and to this crazy world you live in. Surrender over and over to the idea that you can't have an idea of who we truly are, that it doesn't fit into your logical mind, and that there is more than we can ever conceive of, and that more speaks to us in our divine connection that shows up intuitively, that establishes a sense of purpose synchronistically, and continues to confirm the purpose of surrendering to that knowingness. That's the way you live here. That's the way you release yourself from any of these conditions here. You ask yourself, well, where do I want to be? on somebody else's path, following their shifts in consciousness, tripping over their hurdles and stumbling blocks? Or can I trust myself, my soul, my divine connection to the one? And can I realize that it's all an intellectual construct? Ultimately, the essence of everything is energy, and energy has its own language. Think of all the languages you have to learn in this crazy world we live in. Oh, you learn logic, you learn math. Oh, in all of its many dialects, the algebra, the geometry, the trigonometry, the physics, the quantum physics. Think of it, all the many languages that you have to learn to communicate here. Forget about the, um, the cultural languages and the religious languages the words you have to learn, the concepts you have to keep filing into your mind and trying to hold on to. I mean, think about it. This culture is so enamored with its intellectualization. It has its own language for wine, dear ones. So, it's interesting. To think of the intellectuals in this society and how enamored they are with language, how they spend decades learning all the various languages so they can then out-talk those that don't know the languages. It's a significant realization because you've out-talked yourselves out of who you truly are now because you wanted to see the redundancy of all of that. And it's time. To say, all right, let me stop, step back, and realize who I am. And learn a new, a new language. It's almost an offense to the soul to say that, isn't it? Because it's the language of the soul. It's the language of your truth. It's the language that speaks between souls. That communicates divine awareness, divine purpose. 
And that's really what you want to feel here. And that's the thing nobody's getting. That's what the soul is saying. Who am I really? Who am I really? But you're a unique expression of the all that is. So you have to find who you are in it all. And that's been the issue with the institutionalization of our concept of our divinity. They're all good. They're all right and they're all effective in their own way. As long as you see them each as steps up a ladder, hmm, and that the ultimate in self-realization is when you get to that top of the ladder and you don't need to see the step. You see that? You don't need a concrete intellectual idea to step on. That's what she offers you now. All of the things that give the human being a sense of stability in this step because it's worked for others. And again, there's nothing wrong with exploring this step of the ladder of self-awareness. Now, even as I say that to you, it implies some <clears throat> linear progression. But you know that's not the way it works. So it's the, it's the effort at acceptance that you're here for and understanding you have what it takes to know who you are. And those cards and those meditations, they brought you there. Now they challenge you to know that that was you and not her and not the card. They were just tools you used to get there. Now, I hear all of you saying, well, how can that be demonic? Fear speaks many languages, and it serves on many levels. And I'm going to leave you with that. I challenged my belief system in my life. When fear implied a certain result from my prayers, that didn't occur. So once again, all we are ever confronted with is that, well, that effort at self-awareness, that effort at trusting in the divine and believing that there is uh, an energy in you that is guiding you, inspiring you, that is inspired by the needs of others that you are here to fill. Oh, but you know, the mind will take that word need in and create a whole concept about what that could mean, what that could look like. But there are, well, alternative needs that aren't considered intellectually. Like this right now. You need this. The world needs this or she wouldn't be responding in this. 
it's time for a shift. And what you're seeing here is there's no, how do you want to say, um, linear certainty to the evolution of humanity. You want to think, when I jump out of the restricted nature of the Jesus box, I could swim in the Christ consciousness freely. Yet what this woman is saying is I swim in the right Christ consciousness and now I want to jump in the Jesus box. So it's not a matter of a linear progression, is it? It's more of a a surreal, uh, simultaneous self-exploration. Tell your logical mind that. How comforting is that? I get it. I was there. And it frustrates you to no end when you try to understand it. Oh, do you see? That's the point. And that's the point that the logical mind has so much difficulty embracing. Yes, I came forward for a reason. I'm practical. I can come across in a very direct way, and I lived it. I lived my truth even when it went against what I was experiencing around me, what my truth espoused intellectually. That was my own struggle. And I found that my faith in the unknown was my power. And still is. And I gift you that. If you want to figure this all out, when you go on, you have... Weeks, months, years of trying to figure that out and ask yourself, is that really the way? Or can I just allow it and then grow because of it? Now, there, there's something. There's something to put your energy into. I mean, why look for it to make so much sense that it's monotonous and boring? (laughs) Doesn't it? Doesn't it just inspire you to dive into the mystery of life itself and say, challenge me, bring me what I don't know I am? Show me a different path that is yet to be discovered here, intellectually, confined here, authoritatively. Now, I'm here with you, people. I just want you to know it's not an easy path, the individual one, but it's a worthwhile And I believe that this strong and powerful soul is challenging you all to find your truth. She's offering you up everything you need. Now listen to your heart. Find the love. Explore the fear, but beyond what the mind thinks it is. Truly challenge yourself to see beyond what the fear projects. That was absolutely beautiful and perfect in every way. It was like every word I felt needed, like I needed to hear today. You know, it's it's every time moving into a channel, so much of your life shows up and then we see it, you know, when we sit down in this space, I feel like we're given the opportunity to actually experience what it is, the lesson is for us and the topics that end up emerging in this platform. And Mother Teresa is one of my favorites. I'm so excited she joined us today and spoke so 
eloquently such a difficult topic hmm. to download and grasp intellectually because at the end of the day, when we are sitting down here, it's our minds trying to digest what we're saying. And it's also our minds that we need to release needing to know. <laughs> so we, we're sitting in the space of irony together, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I feel like that was absolutely beautifully said, and I'm really grateful for her message on that topic. What about you, Laura? I want to ask a million questions. You do? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be so human, you know? <laughs> well, should we ask another question or open up to the next method? Okay. Well, I feel like we're shifting. Yeah. I feel like there's another energy coming forward. Okay. You know, I love her directness. I love her interpretation. I love because of who she was. Yeah, so, you know, so cute. Yeah, but all right, let's see. There's something else coming forward, and I, I have um, not ever sense it's from the angelic realm. You know, because that, that honestly, I'm just going to put it out there. That's one of my questions. You know, I didn't know all of this before I started channeling, but when I started channeling, I started channeling Michael, Archangel Michael, coming through me for people I didn't even know, and then having them call me back and say, oh, my God, he said this thing, and then this happened in my life. And, I mean, with so many that I channel, but with specifically with Archangel Michael, there has always been that what I feel really strong connection, and he has taught me through the channel so much. So to have this woman who has such a connection with that, that angel and all of them, come through now and say you should not connect directly to the angels. I mean, so that was one of the things that really um, got me. So I'm curious to see from that realm, you right. know, what that looks like and how do we go forward. Yeah. All right, Michael, here we go. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course, I step forward here in the energy of the one that we are and I bring forward a challenge to you <laughs> I bring forward a challenge to know who you are to recognize the oneness to feel the integrity and to honor that truth I challenge you to stay the course on your individual journey all to reflect but not to resent to consider but not contain to open up that essence of who you are and ask for the inspiration to remind you of the purpose of this exchange for you, for how it helps you be the love that you are, for how it helps you remind you, I'm sorry, for how it helps you remember that there is no other in this world than you. No other that can tell you who you are or tell you who to be. That we are all one divine universal energy. And we exist to explore the quantum dynamics of this universal experience on many levels. Many levels that are beyond the conceptual capacity of the intellect you currently perceive life from. So this that you bring forward here is a moment of self-realization. Is life saying we are shifting now? 
We are releasing ourselves from the old paradigms and with that must go the old belief system. And this is not news. This is not news. Oh, this is just intellectual resistance going up in all the many ways that you glorious humans want to explore. You hear me, you feel me, you experience me. And yet you would question. See the brilliant gift of self-authority you are being presented with in this moment. I refuse to negate the effect of this individual soul on the collective expansion of our conscious co-creation. And I will say the contrast she brings is remarkable. And as each of you pull yourselves back into your own experience, you can create your own. And isn't that a part of the challenge of being an individual in a collective co-creative process? To understand on a deeper level the importance of self-reflection, the importance of maintaining integrity, integrity energetically, not institutionally, dear one. Who are you energetically? What is your energetic field saying to the collective quantum field of the human? that I'm afraid, that I don't know if another doesn't tell me? No. That's the paradigm we leave behind here. Don't you see? That's the point of the unresolved nature of war. And we've come to this point where the human must choose to continue to reiterate the same nonsense, the same vocabulary, to try to contain our divinity in that self-abusive place. That's where I come forward and say, reach beyond the small mind. Feel into the essence of the energy of the one that we are. Know your power exists in dismissing the relevance of the fear, the thoughts that condone the fear. But everything in this world challenges you to find your strength within. To know that all you could know intellectually is never complete in its authority over our in its authority over our divinity. That there is a greater authority, and it will not be encapsulated in in, in numbers or letters or concepts restricted intellectually. That the entire essence of the challenge of now, of being a human now, is to realize that, is to let go of that, and is to explore what we are beyond that. 
because I am you, a part of who you are. As an angel of light, as an energy of truth, I exist in the quantum field of you. So how could it be that you can't receive me? Because your intellect places conditions on your concept of me. Open up your heart and listen. Because it is telling you now that there is love here to be explored in a new way. And that the less you try to contain it intellectually, the greater its pronouncement will be in your reality. I'm almost speechless. <laughs> that was so powerful. I can't, yeah, it's literally taking my words away how powerful that was <clears throat> and direct. It's, everything so far has been extremely direct, which is amazing. And it's such a gift to receive. I know in my own personal experience, I had like a mini death of self leading into this. So it feels so divine just to hear, you know, how they're addressing that the entire journey is, is really like the strength of ourselves and everything we experience is to guide us to finding that internal strength, the opening up, you know, to our connection to divinity without questioning it based on the influences of what's outside of us which includes during virtue. Um, it's literally, it's so ironic almost because if you take a step back, it's like you can see how the angel cards were a gateway in the beginning. And now even this shift, like they said, is another opportunity on her path for us to find our own connection with mm-hmm. him in a completely different, mm-hmm. uneven fathomable manner. Mm-hmm. but still an opportunity to find our personal connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the, and it was, I don't think it was Michael Teresa, the um, nest thing, pushing us under the nest. <laughs> yeah. I think I had a couple branches after this push. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but, you, you know, you find gratitude then. Yeah. It shifts it. You know, a lot when you see it that way, the mind is able to shift from needing to pick it apart to understand it to accepting it, surrendering to it, and recognizing that it's yet another tool, another opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, I think, the major grasp of what we're getting out of tapping in right now. Oh, my know? God, yeah. And then I think this is something about where you can go and judge it, and then you can have that experience for days, weeks, months, or decades, right? There's something like yeah. that in there. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I think that was probably the point of wanting to channel today is how do we – like go and move forward. So I'm curious because I didn't get it all if any of the stuff that we were questioning was not addressed or could be brought up to us in a different way. Well, I know the one email she felt like there was like a regression of past life. I don't know if we want to address that specific email that came in for us. Um, 
or if I think we were nudged to expand beyond yeah. needing to know, and that did answer the question in a sense. Um, wow, I almost feel like we're going to take that and expand on it. Hold on a second. Okay. okay. Yeah, there's something to it. <clears throat> well, it's a, I love this. It's a conscious, um, how do you want to say, a conscious understanding that is collectively accepted in the metaphysical community now this con, um, concept of the past lives affecting the future experiences and the whole karmic cycle of being human. And that is absolutely an established paradigm in a 3D platform. Hmm. You hear what we're saying here. As we elevate in frequency, as we expand into a greater expression of our divinity, <clears throat> We are expanding beyond the platform for those, the need for those conditions. Because they are conditions. To ride the karmic wheel is to uh, create a thread of continuity between generations that has been offered, accepted, accepted and realized. And many of you in the spiritual community recognize these past few decades as the release from that karmic cycle of life that we are now shifting to a more hmm, I wish I had a word for that I'm going to put it in simple terms because I don't know concept coming forward but it's like a free-flowing, simultaneous co-creation, expression of divine potential projected without conditions or intellectual limits. The concepts of the likes have nothing that has ever been realized on the earth. So you see there can't be a right or wrong way now. There just can't be that delineation of truth, separation of self. That's why you're challenged here. Is it okay? That linear concept of past life experiences has created a wonderful thread of truth to explore intergenerationally. That has been a wondrous realization of our divinity physical exploration. But now humanity says, let's take it to the next level. To expand into more that we are more of what we are energetically. Let's let it into this world and watch what it creates here. And that's what you're all saying. And that's what's coming forth. Is she completing a karmic cycle or is humanity evolving beyond the need for it? And that's what's expressing itself through all of these combusted experiences and exchanges on the earth. Go bigger. It's never just about one individual. Connect the dots. Look beyond this individual experience at all of the ways the institutionalized version of being is being challenged economically, religiously, educationally, metaphysically, 
You see? Even your language is changing, and you know that. Technology is changing the way you communicate. All of the old institutions are breaking down. That is a sign of physical world. Sign of our evolutionary step forward. So is she reflecting the universal karmic cycle of life? Or just triggering individually the need for self-exploration? You decide where it fits in your version of this experience. And then you let yourself go from that idea. You find your truth in your connection. You let go of the idea that your past lives will continue to haunt your future experiences. You are at a place, all of you, where you can release yourself from that concept of being if you're willing to believe There's a whole new constitution coming forward. And really, think about how you feel in your lives right now. How comfortable and settled are you in your situation? It's an indicator of the shift occurring right beneath your feet. Love yourselves, dear ones. It's all that's going to help you get through this. The more you fight yourselves, the process, the more you extend the agony. No. Ask yourself where to find the love. Look at the situations you're in and know. Everything is feeling the same intensity. The same fear of being right that this woman is grasping for. Remember the rightness comes with the knowingness of alignment with truth and love in the moment. There is a tremendous energy hanging in the air. Oh, a desire to validate the the essence of the experience that this woman is having and the connection to life beyond this world. There is no individual that will not exist beyond this physical world reality. We are all living energy. And your quantum physicists are intellectualizing that very quote, unquote, matter as we speak. So now when an experience happens, don't look to funnel it in a linear fashion. Don't think in terms of, what did I do in my past life? No longer do we need to explore that healing process. 
Now go bigger. What is the energy inspiring me? Where do I release myself? From fear, doubt, insecurity, resentment, accommodation. To align in an energy of truth, in a state of surrender to uh, an elusive energy, a mysterious energy, an unknown sense of knowing. It's a whole new way of being, but it is one that is defined by one's own sense of connection to the divine. Ah, don't you see? That's why this is so instigating. Okay, take a breath. Let go of everything you think you need to think about this. Relax and allow the essence of the energy of the information conveyed here to begin to work into your mind. The idea that you don't need to hold this woman accountable to any expectations or assumptions. And that your willingness to extend that freedom to her brings that freedom back to you. And that then inspires the knowingness to take you down your path. Now, can you believe that? Because that's what you're challenged to know here. That there is none. There, are, there is no one that is not connected. And it only takes the effort of belief to open the door. The effort at staying in a frame of mind that is loving, that creates platforms for the integration. It is there for you. But love has no conditions. So learn to love without conditions so you can realize your truth in the moment. Yeah, <clears throat> I've so been feeling that too, that, you know, even within metaphysics, we intellectualize concepts that then also, you know, create a boundary to the expansiveness of our true self, even in, you know, to feel that we feel as though we're trying not to do that, you know, so it doesn't matter which field you're in, they all, at the end of the day, can offer you limitations on your ability to connect to the divine essence or your truth or, you know, however you want to word that. But I feel like I really connected to how that was expressed and in, in even tapping into past lives and just expanding into a state of consciousness that's, that's not trying to identify so much by other realities, past lives, past generations, how it's, it tied us all together by having that concept in general, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to just find the freedom of the present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that resonated with me a lot too, because I feel that being online. I feel like that was a lot, <laughs> all of it to take in too. Yeah. 
Anything else before we go? I don't think so. I feel I feel like even attempting to ask any more questions is just participating in the exact thing we're being asked to surrender in the mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's been addressed mm -hmm. personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. you have another no, question to read out. I'm sure we're good. I'm yeah, happy. I know we just we have just a few minutes to bring it to a close, so maybe they can offer us some closing words for the last few minutes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take a breath and step back. That's your pattern. That's how you want to maneuver this intense integration of purpose in this moment. Each of you individually feeling it. Each of you individually trying to find your way through it all. Remember, that there is a divine presence on earth and you're all a part of it. And when you get out of your head and listen, you can hear. When you step away from what you think has to be, you step into a flow that takes you. This is the way of the, <clears throat> the universal human experience. The human just hasn't allowed themselves to realize it fully. This is where you establish that. This is where you are put to task to know your own brilliance, to believe in your own power, and to bring it in, to bring it in and establish it, to establish that powerful presence on earth so that that presence redefines the experience of being human. If you are here on the earth at this time, you are here for that purpose. You are here to confront the ego dynamic. You are here to confront the ego's need for intellectual certainty. You are here to learn the brilliance of surrender to the mystery of life. In every capacity, humanity will explore this. So it is not that each person has to walk into a church or a synagogue or a temple or a Reiki circle. It is that each feel entitled to know their divinity in their own way. Share that truth. Be that truth. And watch how the love spreads. Watch how the light illuminates the path to truth for all souls. Hmm. Freedom is a breath away, dear ones. A breath of truth, a breath of love that can flow in a mind engaged in surrender. All right. Well, that was a perfect closing of everything we brought to the table today. Uh, I just thank you, Laura, for opening up to that insight from spirit and for holding a space with us today on this platform and addressing uh, this topic and really holding space for us to just connect and evolve and grow with self. And I think that was a beautiful close. And thank you, everybody who tuned in um, and who does tune in. We send, send you lots of love on the path and 
on flying from the nest we got pushed from. <laughs> Let us fly together in a state yeah. of love. Um, thank you, everybody. All right. Thanks, Leah.